Chicago will soon release a climate action plan, a look at climate change and possible solutions across the city. The last plan was released 14 years ago. WBEZ's Indy Kara has the story. Chicago was the first major city in the U.S. to create a climate action plan back in 2008. That lofty plan aimed to decrease the city's carbon emissions 25 percent by 2020. But Chicago fell short. Based on 2017 numbers, the most recent data available, emissions were reduced by around 15 percent. And since 2008, the city has seen trends that may be connected to a warming planet, like extreme heat waves and rainstorms. Kyra Woods, a climate advisor to Mayor Lori Lightfoot, told WBEZ's Reset it's time for a new perspective on climate change in Chicago. We have a legacy of some leadership here in the city. And so here in 2022, we are really grateful for an opportunity to set new targets that really meet the moment for Chicagoans, uh, our residents, our businesses, um, and the global stage as well. A draft of the plan focuses broadly on clean energy, environmental justice, and promoting walking, biking, and public transit. The plan's new target for reducing greenhouse gas emissions is 60 percent by 2040. It also sets goals of 100 percent clean energy community-wide by 2035 and decommissioning fossil fuel plants within the city by 2025. Wood says the plan includes programs to reduce power consumption in homes and businesses and retrofit buildings to make them more energy efficient. Climate change solutions can be expensive. The plan will develop ways to help Chicago residents make investments in their properties that reduce their carbon footprint. We recognize the climate does change, uh, whether it is with increased stormwater or with precipitation and heavier storms, increased temperatures over the summer. We want to ensure that families can be comfortable and that they can afford um, some of those changes that may need to take place. Woods emphasizes there would be options available for homeowners, landlords, and tenants. A wide range of partners are advising on the plan, including university scientists, environmental justice groups, legal clinics, and land conservation advocates. And compared with the 2008 plan, it places significantly more emphasis on input from the public. Stefan Schaefer is the city strategist with the Natural Resources Defense Council and is working on the new plan. He says community feedback is integral to the approach this time. Step one, um, making sure that the the policies and interventions are designed with community input um, so that they can, you know, equitably and accurately address community needs. Um, and that benefits are are reaped by those communities um, most in need or most vulnerable um, to climate change. Since the summer, the mayor's office has held town halls and collected survey responses to understand what Chicagoans want to see from this plan. About 1,800 people have participated. Residents want to see affordable and accessible renewable energy for people and businesses and better access to reliable public transit in all neighborhoods. Schaefer says another focus of the new plan will be the relationship between climate change and environmental justice issues, like neighborhoods disproportionately affected by air pollution or heat waves. So it's no secret that the biggest impacts of climate change are borne um, by communities of color and low-income communities across the city. And that often overlaps with the impacts of 
you know, long-standing policy decision. Chicago's southeast side is mostly Latino and working class. It has a long history of heavy industry and air and water pollution. More recently, the area has seen serious flooding caused by extreme rainfall events. Residents there account for many of the 311 calls about flooding, according to the nonprofit Southeast Environmental Task Force. The group's executive director, Olga Bautista, says it isn't just the stress of water damage that impacts southeast side residents. We share the sewer system with the industry that's located on the Calumet River. Um, So really there's nobody doing any research on the water that's backing up into people's homes. The draft plan touches on this serious lack of data collection. It proposes the creation of an air quality monitoring network by 2025 and a soil and water quality measurement strategy by 2023. The plan would also create quality of life metrics for communities across the city to keep an eye on environmental health risks. Bautista's group is among the partners working on the plan, and she's optimistic. But she says climate solutions are hampered by a lack of city staff and resources. What does it benefit? It benefits the polluters, and that's that's a huge problem. So if we're serious about tackling climate change in the city of Chicago, then it needs to be backed up by with dollars. She hopes when the plan is officially released, there are clear management strategies assigned to each action item, and that agencies across the city commit to implementing them. In her latest city budget unveiled last September, Mayor Lightfoot included $188 million for climate-related goals, like retrofitting city buildings with renewable energy sources and planting 75,000 new trees. A draft of the 2022 plan is currently available on the Environment and Sustainability page of the city's website, chicago.gov. Indy Cara, WBEZ News.